People of the internet, how do? I'm the Efkin guy, and today, oh yeah, it's something a little bit different from that Efkin show. Sex appeal in Damn It Vince. It's Josie Piggins. Hello, everybody. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. <laughs> what, the remark? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am. I don't care. I like wrestling. <laughs> They've been on a few times before. We've talked about Hallmark of Greatness. We've talked about your general podcasting history. Uh, but your first podcasting job was the wrestling one. I say, job. It was. I paid for it. <laughs> It's cost me more. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, at the uh, again lockdown wanker. Um, me and my brother-in-law were just like we both like wrestling. It's something to do to keep us in touch with each other. Um, let's do it. And the first fifty of them are fucking terrible. They're still terrible now, but we found a rhythm of terror now. So like fifty-two of them. Then hey, no, we reached our hundredth <laughs> and odd episode not so long back, and. Yeah, it's fu- like we've, we've realised that no one wants to listen to us fucking critique matches and shit because we don't know shit. Like, we know what we like. Uh, and so we've, we've sort of, there's a lot of, we have interesting facts about sharks in there now. Um, good. Me, well, it is, but we're running out of those. So like, <laughs> uh, I've been slandering dolphins. Ways. I was thinking we could just do aquatic life next, but then I have to change the jingle because it doesn't work. Uh, I've been slandering dolphins because they're the real menace of the sea, not sharks. Oh, yeah, they're, they're terrible. They're, they are. Horrible, vote, horrible animals. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> then what uh, got you into it, wrestling? Not not dolphins. No, dolphins. I hate dolphins. Um, especially the one that woman wanking off. Um, <laughs> it's always been like a thing. I remember watching like World of Sport wrestling as a kid, like the British one on... Uh, with, you know, Giant Haystacks, Kendo Nagasaki, uh, all that sort of jazz. Yeah, and being like, yeah, being like, this is fun, but it's very silly, isn't it? It's very... Um, See, you whenever know, you speak to old old people, they will say, oh, I remember Giant Haystacks and uh, Big Daddy and, and Rollerball Rocco, and hey, that was when it was real. I was like, how, how, when was the last time you watched it? It's really not. It, it, it was basically just two big fat dudes slapping each other, weren't it? Like it was. <laughs> Towards the end, yeah, it used to be like it was quite skinny guys or just odd shaped people. And I've I've gone back and I've found stuff now that is tremendous. Um, your man from Kez, Gasper, that lad was a wrestler and could go like have chops. Yeah, uh, there's a match between him and uh, I can't remember. I really should have come more prepared for this, but I wasn't wasn't planning on this <laughs> side of it. But it's just a good like good wrestling match with comedy chops in it it's not a silly match but he's just doing comedy bits in it and it's it's brilliant and it's 1978 something like that and it's it's a lovely like you could do that now and it'd still go over so well um but and watching that and then i think it was the royal royal rumble the one that rick flair won from like 92 is it 92 from from first yeah yeah that was the first thing of WWE American wrestling that I watched. 
I've got the fear now that someone's going to pull me up and say, no, it was 91. I mean, I'm not, I'm not that particular <laughs> yeah. about it myself. I know some people are, and that's fine. You know, we all have different strengths, but recalling dates isn't one of mine. Um, it is, and it was one of those things I was like, this is great. I, I, I think Royal Rumbles are like my favorite match type because that's the first thing I saw. I was like, this is brilliant. Everyone gets a go. And it's silly, but the story's being told and there is like genuine athletic spots in there and Macho Man's going to eliminate himself because he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> and it, it, that thing, and then, and it was like the larger than life characters and you didn't really have that in British wrestling. Because hmm. I'm fairly sure Big Daddy, his son went to my school. Uh, and I'm fairly sure I saw him just come in and like grip a science teacher one time. Like... Um, <laughs> And it sort of takes the mystique away when he's just like in jeans and a t-shirt, like hitting Mr. Singleton. <laughs> yeah, it was not. I'm glad about that. I mean, we're not going to lose. Well, we probably will lose some street cred, but I mean, oh, oh, you're worth a I can't. That I can't, like, I can't like go such for... a redefining thing is like Ric Flair winning the Rumbles, one of the greatest Rumbles ever. Get that. It one. is. It isn't though. Credibility like, out the window. It isn't one of the best Rumbles. It's 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 the one I I'd loved. But um, having gone back, it's it's fine. It's a good rumble. It tells the stories that need to be told. I just really hate Ric Flair now as an adult. <laughs> um, no, the, the, everyone from that era is pretty much a menace. It's like you can't really have heroes that you look up to. It's like, oh, I really liked Hulk Hogan when I was younger. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Andre the Giant. team was the, uh, the British Bulldogs. Don't know my kids. Great. Yeah, that's <sighs> going to that's gonna lead to a problem later on. If that's, oh, if that's how he's you, my favorite wrestlers of all time, yeah, then there's you, an issue. No, but it, I mean, I'm talking, but uh, yeah, they're, they're always going to be those era people are always going to be sort of problematic because it was sort of a bit wild westy, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Um, Andre the Giant, from what I've been reading, remained stoically sort of vigilant and pure all the way through it because fuck, you know, it's Andre the Giant, isn't it? Who's going to tell him no? Yeah, he was an angel. It's going to come out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, what's just... your favourite era of wrestling? What one defines you, like as a fan? What's your favourite? Well, the thing is, with wrestling, people you tend to dip in and out, don't you? Like, mm. you get really into it, and then like girls come along or boys, and you sort of lose interest in it, and then you fall back in love with it, and then someone else comes along, and like I was attitude era was my sort of formative years of it. Because all we didn't have Sky at the time as a child, and so like all the other stuff was copied off VHSs and stuff like that. It was all it was never the current stuff; it was stuff from months ago. So you weren't up to date with things that were happening with Ultimate Warrior and all that jazz. But when we got cable, we got Nine X, we got cable, uh, we got the Sky Sports packages that had wrestling on them, and it was just it was like um, Monday nights and Saturdays, Saturday nights, Monday night Raw, Saturday nights, uh, Friday nights SmackDown. Sorry. Um, I would just sit there transfixed at it because it was this thing and it became a thing that like it was just me because no one else I knew liked wrestling at the time because it was but then it became the attitude of you had your stone colds and your rocks and all that stuff and it became more mainstream and acceptable question mark yeah um, I mean that year especially it's sort of coming to fashion a bit more and then you had in Austin t-shirts and the rock and like the 316 thing. thing the rock uh and even like Vince McMahon became like a household name as opposed to an mm. actual sex menace, which he is. <laughs> Sue me, Vince. <laughs> oh, you can't. You haven't got any money. 
Um, and it was it was that sort of thing. And then like when it got to like the ruthless aggression thing, I started working shitty hours and couldn't. Just, it's it's a lot of time to dedicate to it. Full yeah, time. You got more and more time every week. It's like, and they went to three hours a couple of years. Raw's, like, yeah, Raw's three hours on a Monday. Smackdown's two hours. Um, and that's that's five hours of your week gone. Even if you watch it on fast and cut the adverts out, yeah, it's still a, a, a big time sink every week. Um, the one pay per view I've watched in the last three years, I think it was WrestleMania this year, because someone wanted to do a podcast about it. Thank you, Nathan, for not having me on in the end and watching ten hours of wrestling for no reason. Ten Mania. hours. Mania <laughs> this year hours. was all right. To be fair, I think night two was better than night one, but mm. yeah. Yeah, it's it's and it is just that thing, like especially with the the two big brands WWE and AEW now their pay per views tend to get a bit bloated and you're looking at like four hours and it's fine because the good matches and the matches that pay off and stuff like that but yeah um, but yeah I fell off with the ruthless aggression era stuff with John Cena and all that and then when AEW started up I still keep my eye in like because you do don't you oh I'll put this on oh okay that's who that is. But then when AEW started up, um, I was sat in the pub playing sneaker with my dad and it came on on ITV4 or something. And I was like, oh, that's Cody Rhodes. And that's, oh, what's this? This Is this a new thing? And then my brother-in-law was like, yeah, it's started by these. And and then I was like, oh, I'll start watching that then because it's on free telly. And then here we are now. Um, With a hit podcast about wrestling. Hits. Um, and lose. <laughs> it's it's white noise, isn't it? There's so many wrestling podcasts um, that are yeah. people who actually know what they're talking about. And well, when you spend... get the wrestlers actually doing the podcast themselves, you kind of go, "Well, I'm not going to listen to some guy sort of talk about who's a yeah. big fan." Yeah, unless they're like a super super fan who knows like has... my new shy of it and knows the dates. Yeah, or like goes back so. in time because the last ones I was listening to were like the um, old school ones. I'll talk about the old school line. 1980s and 90s wrestling they went into the fans of the stuff back then they sort of road stories and those are kind of interesting to me now yeah, yeah. that modern stuff i'm like oh, i'm just lost if you if, i said if you there's, there's very many wrestling podcasts out there and a lot of them are very good mm. some of them not so good but that's why we pad ours out with you know shark, um, facts. shark <laughs> facts um hoover reviews i've been doing a lot of white good sort of reviews recently like because <laughs> I wanted to buy a new kettle. That was the thing. And it's just, again, it's always been, it's never been, these things are never to make money. It was just so that me and my friends could get together and talk about wrestling. That yeah. was what it was. And it's, it's it, it has a, a, a listenership. Um, according to the statistics, none of them have ever been in fucking touch with us. Um, like, uh, Yeah. So it's, it's not really that you shouldn't really be doing another wrestling show, another podcast. That's why I do a podcast about the end of the world, not not wrestling. Yeah. Anyway, it's... on with the show. <laughs> <laughs> a recap for those joining us. Uh, this is the third part in Joe's story. The link's in the description for all the others. If you want to go back and check them out, they're good fun. But I can recap what's happened so far in the next couple of seconds. Joe's planet was nuked by some dumb political leaders after one too many WKD blues at a work function. And he's been saved for some reason by the Blue Knight Corporation. Not the Black Knight, the Blue Knights. They're a bit different to the Black Knights. A bit more money. Okay. Ship, ship's nicer, it, it's cleaner. It's, it's hmm. yeah, shinier. Uh, you gave the ship uh, the name, the Shabar, 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 Shabar. which I will continue to have problems saying. <laughs> Even though I've written it down phonetically. Shabar, Shabar. 
and he programmed the AI holographic display to look like Wolf and the Gladiators with a Cadbury's Caramel Bunny voice, which is, yeah. as you said, frightening. Ah. Oh. If you wanted to bring some stuff with you, um, the Blue Knights gave you a few questions to answer, and you got four of those things. Um, so you was able to take your dog, Sam, I believe, mm-hmm. your lasagna, or the ingredients for, all the music, Zune, <laughs> all of the books, and then you got a bonus win, which you chose to bring your bow and arrow. Have you started using it yet? Um, yeah, I've been aiming at them bastards that bid me out of all my fucking sitcoms last time you little shit um i was about to say you got, you got some house guests last time you were on the show from the uh Knobfellas when you failed your second adventure um giving them the uh greatest sitcom episodes ever they weren't too impressed with them and you were given all the characters from friends and oh, twice double chandlers <laughs> yeah i've been practicing <laughs> fucking archery on them yeah i can see you're having fun playing some classical music as you hunt them down in the cargo bays of the ship <laughs> That is the story so far. So what happens next? I've forgotten about the double chandlers. This is what happens next. We go to adverts. All the music lined up in a row. That was seamless. <laughs> Give us a quick plug for all your shows. Oh, if you want to hear me and my friends talk about wrestling and white goods, you can find us at Damn It Vince. Uh, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us if you want us to, like, I don't know, come around to your house and talk to you. Dammitvincepod at gmail.com. If you want to hear me and other different people talking about Hallmark and made for TV films, especially at this time of year, uh, you can find us at Hallmark are Great on Twitter and Instagram and Hallmark of Greatness on Facebook. But who uses Facebook? Old people. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, give them a li- we're in Christmas now, so it's like there's so many Christmas films. It's so good. They're all the same. <laughs> so after the knob fullers fired you from the editorial team of Spudsfeed, a neighbouring race on the planet Machismo, sees your ship and throws up a tractor beam to pull you in for a spot on their new telebox show. Seems you're in the entertainment zone of the universe. And you've been chosen to participate in the number one TV show on a Saturday evening in the spongy sector of the planet Clunge. Welcome to I Respect You, Booker Man. See, these aliens are obsessed with entertainment as well. This time, sports entertainment. Yes, it's another wrestling podcast. (laughs) Play into my strengths. This show is putting you in the position of Booker of the greatest, most comprehensive professional wrestling company in your universe. So no choosing wrestlers from other universes. Some rules here. The only limit, though, on your show is uh, your own imagination and a pretty strict production schedule, which I gave you. So welcome, Joe. I'll be your, pro- direct, uh, your program director for the day who can't speak. You've got six to seven matches to book. They're all your standard one-on-one fall to a finish. Or one-on-one, one fall to a finish or a tag team, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know that stuff. Uh, uh, but one gimmick card. This can be pulled out on any match to make it into a Russo-inspired insanity match. Nice. We'll along see. Way, <laughs> along the way, there's some creative decisions to make, which we'll talk through. And we took the liberty of implanting this information in your brain two weeks ago, thanks to our mind warp travel technology. So you've been thinking about these answers for a while now, even if you didn't know what they were for. Oh, Convenient. I wondered why I was waking up in the night screaming. <laughs> Are you ready for, I respect you, Booker Man? Hells yeah. Okay, we're up in five, four. Oh, I forgot to point out this show is live. There will be no edits and you've only got 30 minutes to do this part of the show in real time. Two, oh. one. Okay, can we have the name of your show, please? What are you calling uh- this show? 
because it's going to be around Christmas time on Earth, uh, I am calling it Seasons Beatings. Seasons Beatings. I think I've heard that show be name being used by a couple of British indie companies. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm fairly sure WCW renamed one of their in their houses to it as well. But God damn, I didn't find that out <laughs> until I thought of it. <laughs> Okay, your theme of this show, I'm guessing it's a Christmas based. It's a Christmas theme. <laughs> Christmas theme. Baubles in the um logos, maybe. Uh, candy yeah. canes. Uh the B can be candy caned in, like that'd be good. The uh, Christmas theme show I remember is December dis- dismember. Oh, well. Um yes, that will feature heavily. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> No, 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 no. Hardcore Just... Holly in the main event. I wouldn't give Hardcore Holly the steam off my piss, mate. <laughs> so we need a show host. This can be a celebrity or a manager or whatever from Wrestling World or Celebrity World. See, I owned an out about this, and I think there's only one person who can do this justice, and it's got to be the man himself, Paul Heyman. He's just so good at being a shithouse. And that's what I need at Christmas is someone to distract me from Christmas. Okay, Paul Heyman in there. Are you going to go for a certain era? Or is it like modern? I'm going to go or... young, young Paul Heyman, ECW the big Paul mobile Heyman. Phone. Yes, yes. When he had like somehow the cap, the the dirty, dirty cap. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next up, uh, and I think I've stolen wholeheartedly from OSW review, the boys stable. Right. On, on their one, essentially, you can't have champions and people that you like, but no one else does, or they weren't completely over. But this one, I'm going to say, anyone you want that's like odds and sods, you can't fit in anywhere that you like. Other people may think it's, it's questionable. See, I have just gone with what I think would be fun segments throughout the show uh, here. So what yeah, I basically what useful like bits and pieces here about yeah, for yep. little backstage segments because it's Christmas. I have. Dressed up as Father Christmas, Macho Man Randy Savage, right? He's dressed up as Dingy, and he's going around trying to deliver presents to other wrestlers who don't want anything to do with it. Because it's put Macho Man in full, like, Santa gear, but Macho Man up to fuck, like, so. Like a Santa cowboy hat, that sort of thing. Um, And he, so through through the course of the show, he will go around and he will try and deliver presents to original Doink, Matt Osborne, Don't. original spooky, creepy as hell Doink. Before he's they... only on my list of people I would put in this stable. I love Doink. <laughs> the original Doink is genuinely one of the best characters WWE F ever did, and they massively shit the bed with it by making him a fun clown. Yeah. When he was just doing creepy, weird shit and making children cry, it was the best <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> R.I.P. Miles Bond as well, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then after after that goes wrong, uh, he's like, oh, brother. Uh, he goes to speak to Raven. Uh, Raven in full emo, like rich kid emo. You know, like WCW run, uh, Raven. Not, oh, not yeah, the, the bit where he's got hardcore hackers, his brother, the Sandman. Yes. And Chastity's <laughs> yeah. sister. And he's uh, like, okay, what, what the fuck happened now? <laughs> don't worry about it. They didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, and he's, yeah, and Macho Man's just getting more and more frustrated about this. So he leaves Raven. He goes to speak to broken Matt Hardy. 
So Broken all body. of the delete stuff and um, oh yes, that <laughs> stuff. So that wasn't Brian Ferry, boys and girls. He didn't just sneak in. Um, yeah, and again, he's just getting more and more frustrated. And then finally, um, again, this is not someone who isn't ma- well, he is massively, massively over, but it's like a modern day doink to me in a lot of ways. Uh, Danhausen. Um, has a similar thing of being very evil but very nice, but recently has been doing more of his dark Dan Housen sort of stuff. Has a jar of teeth that he makes you eat and then kicks them out of your mouth. It's very fun. It's very silly. But like when he's good, Dan Housen, he just dances to like the tequila song. It's 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 good comedy wrestling. He's got his face is painted like uh, Captain Howdy from The Exorcist. You know that flash you get. Yeah, I've had it, heard him described as like a horror TV host almost. Yeah. Yeah, he's very he's very fun. He's very entertaining. And that's what you want, to be entertained, isn't it? Uh, and then Macho Man just, like, at the end of it, just gets angry. And then they all give him presents. And that's the end of the segments. Like, they all give him bits, weird things that they've found throughout the day. Sort of stuff. Mm. It's better than some other shit I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good boys crew. Okay, to get this uh, pre-show ended before the main show, you've got a dark match to put on. Just get the crowd heated up a bit. Not not too hot, but you know, up on their feet, Ooh, stamping their feet, rough. clapping their hands, going rogue. Right? Are you ready? I am ready. Making his way to the ring, the lethal weapon, Steve Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Yeah, hardcore legend. Uh, longest holder of the hardcore title, I believe, in WWE. Uh, yeah, I, I believe. 48, 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, it was like 127 days total, I think. Um, Jesus. Yeah, but it was one of them, it was, it was a 24-hour title, so you could be, yeah. Um, and he is going to be fighting that. This, this feels weird putting him here, but it's a match I quite want to see. <laughs> uh, Shinsuke Nakamura against the lethal weapon Steve Blackman. With uh, Shinsuke going over, obviously. Um, <laughs> that that's, that's quite a unique matchup. I, I was thinking working, of though. two people with martial arts backgrounds. Mm. Allegedly, Steve Blackman. He, he was one of the early MMA people, wasn't he? When it was called like Ultimate Fighting or whatever. I don't think he actually did it. I think he did martial arts. I don't think he did MMA. I know Nakamura did it in Pride. I mean, he's got like an actual MMA record, isn't he? Yeah. But Blackman, I think, didn't do it. I mean, he, I know he when he quit wrestling, he's become a um, was it a repo man or something like that? He's a bail bondsman. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Which is like dog the bounty hunter. But after that, you were on the lamb and fucking Steve Blackman shows up. And, you know, <laughs> you, all right, yeah, I'm coming in. Fair enough. Puts his yeah. bag down, pulls out some sticks, starts hitting you with them. <laughs> ah, get off me, Steve. <laughs> I'll pay. I'll pay the fine. <laughs> he kicks down your door and your music starts playing. <laughs> That's when you know Steve Blackman's approaching. <laughs> That's what gives him away. He's not very good as a bail bondsman because <laughs> he's just... Yeah, I just thought that would be a fun a fun match to get you started. Shinsuke has like been vastly misunderused in, in the USA. So let's put him in space. Okay, that's your dark match done. We have to start the show now, but we need some music for it. Which headline act or crossrock band are you buying a song from to play throughout the show? Or, or a Again, new band, some new metal, maybe. 
Oof, yeah, we'll get. Uh, no, this is again. This is me purely being uh, booking myself strong. Uh, I want to see the Ramones because I've never got. I never got to see them before. I think, and it's going to be Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight, but I'm going to ask them to change the lyrics to Merry Christmas. Let's have a fight. Is it that working? Quick smash cuts of some moves. Yeah, boo, boo, boo. Steve Blackman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get rid of CJ Ramon and have DD as well. But that's just, again. <laughs> so, first batch on the card, get some fireworks. The cruiserweight clusterfuck, I've named this. <laughs> uh, up to four cruiserweights in this match if you want. Oh. I'm going to put four in, obviously. The more people <laughs> leaping around the place, the better. So, uh, going old-ish school, Rob Van Dam. Ooh, Rob Van Dam. Is Rob. he a cruiserweight? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I picked Flippy Boys, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, he never competed in the cruiserweight section. Maybe when he was younger. I'm fairly sure he did. He was never main main card. I'm fairly sure. I just picked. Beat. Yes. Uh, and another another one from the old and olden days. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. You've got to, aren't you? You've got to put Eddie in. You got to annoy the elitist Puritans like that. Okay, so which era Eddie you going to go for? Original. Um, I'm going to go version. Lost screen. No, goes. I'm going to go WCW version mullet uh, mullet proper thick mullet the one that his son dominic mysterio is rocking in um wwe at the moment oh he he did the whole los gringos locos is it what's the, the name of his thing he's in triple a with um art bar love machine he wore the same gear as him at mania and no one mentioned it oh yeah tribute to him and i'm like no one mentioned it whatsoever when the line looked up <laughs> It's like a fucking Easter egg. People love that shit. Yeah, yeah. They always make a thing about his um his Halloween Havoc uh, gear because I think Seth wore that. Anyway, we're wasting we're wasting precious airtime. Eddie Guerrero, Monet version from WCW. Cup um, and coffee. <laughs> and then moving forward into the sort of uh, more modern uh, Pack or Neville or whatever he, he's known as. Uh, has wrestled as a cruiserweight, but is built like an absolute beef Dorito, isn't he? Like he's, he's proper trap. Five two though, so yeah, he's. Oh yeah, but he's he's compact like corn beef. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and again, the man that gravity forgot. Yeah. Um, and then as a more, I know for for the ridiculous spots, Triple uh, A's El Hayo de Viking Del Vikingo. Uh, who I've seen at some AAA stuff recently, and he's just a menace to gravity. Like, he's L just flipping around. L H I J O del Viking O. El Hero del Viking O. Yeah. Uh, very, very good cruiserweight, flippy luchador stuff. Absolute ridiculous stuff. He's been like, it's the human highlight reel sort of thing. But it makes sense. It's not just spots. It's, it's you know, it's a match that's been put together, and that's the thing. And between the four of them, that's that's gonna be good. 
I would say Guerrero's going over. Or well, you have to, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but he's going to do he's, he's going to do the classic Eddie belt drop, and the referee's not going to see it because then everyone will fucking pop big for that because it's <laughs> yeah. Cool. Actually, cruiserweight clusterfuck. The crowd's up on their feet, loving this shit. Next up, your tag team match can be for a Got title it. if you want, or uh, it's no, it's going to be it's going to be a little bit of old school, a little bit of a uh, little bit of new old school. So we're going to have uh, FTR as they are now in AW um, against the British Bulldogs, <laughs> and I said there'd be problems later down the line. <laughs> British Bulldogs is a good choice, though. Uh, again, just because they're both, I would say, the pinnacle of good tag team wrestling for their eras. Um, just solid, good wrestling. Not the flips and not the, you know, not none of that. Well, there is a bit of that, but just good teamwork, tandem offense stuff. There's loads of other stuff. You could have had the Rockers and, and that. But I think British Bulldogs had that thing of big lad, little lad sort of thing. And then in FTR, you've got just two good singles. Well, they're doing singles runs at the moment, but also hold, I think, at time of recording, four major belts. So it's, yeah. They're quite it, popular. Just really good wrestlers, just solid wrestling. And it doesn't have to be flips and, and you know, topes and stuff. It can just be good storytelling through graps. And, and it, it's nice. Because a lot of wrestling now is everyone has to be a bit of everything. Mm. That's probably why they're over. Okay, so who's, <laughs> who's going to go over on this one? Um, FTR, because what we know about the British Bulldogs now. <laughs> I don't want to taint any belts uh, with that. Yeah, that's a safe bet. <laughs> okay, next match or matches. Time right. for the ladies. The ladies. Yes. Uh, right. So we've got like. So yeah, I've got to say um, it's going to be a four way or a triple threat or two separate matches because no show should have only one women's match these days. Exactly. So it's all up to you in this one. Two separate matches. We've got a fun one and one that uh, I would like to see very much for my own personal reasons. Um, so we'll do the fun one first. Uh, Abaddon, the living dead girl, zombie lady. Um, good, good, solid wrestler. Good gimmick of being a zombie. Um, against Japanese failed icon Maki Ito. Uh, she comes out. She sings her own entrance music. It's delightful. <laughs> uh, just because I think it'd be a lot of fun. Like Abaddon chasing her around. Her, ah, yeah. I just thought it'd be, it'd be a good laugh. <laughs> You two people, I, I kind of know. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna go like, oh, I'll, I'll put on like an old time classic. I'll get like fucking Mako Satamora in there or something. And I was like, ah, but I want to see silly stuff. We've had like three good matches. Put a bit of daftness in here now. Yeah. So that's the gimmicky type women's match then. No, it's not gimmicky. There's no gimmick involved. It's just they're both character driven wrestlers, shall we say? No, I'm all for that. I like characters. Who are you going to put over on that one then? Just because I love face on this one. 
Um, neither of them. <laughs> um, I guess Mackie is sort of like she's a heel, but she plays up to being like I am the the best one, and she cries if you don't cheer for her and stuff. So it's 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 a bit of a weird one. But Abaddon's gonna win. She's just gonna eat her soul. Nice eating soul finish. <laughs> Push out for some special effects and I want to do some Mortal Kombat type thing. Dim the lights, finish up. I, th- I think they uh, <laughs> one of the one of the like AW um when there was no crowds thing, there was some um, biting of the neck with fake blood squirting out and stuff. It's daft, isn't it? Like the Undertaker couldn't really shoot lightning out of his hands, people. It was all effects. <laughs> so the last time I actually got into wrestling like fully. Also when they were doing the uh, matches like cinematic ones and that mainly whether in the Undertaker AJ Styles is like that's that's quite enjoyable and the, the, the same senior and um Bray Wyatt and it's like Bray Wyatt I kind of like that it was the Bray Wyatt one's brilliant yeah it, it's um, just mad I love that stuff remember watching and my brother-in-law texted me because his lad was like when are they gonna fight it was like that's the match mate like there was no fight it was all and he was like oh he was genuinely gutted that he wasn't gonna get to see John Cena and the Fiend have a fight and I was like uh, if you want some other, the AEW have done a couple of good cinematic matches. Um, Darby Allens and Stings is very good. Um, mm. It's it's silly, but it's really good. It's it's very yeah. Uh, and my second match, the match that I want to see for my own personal reasons, uh, it's big lasses hitting each other. Jamie Hater uh, yeah. against Rhea Ripley. Cool. Two big hoss lasses beating the piss out of each other. Jamie Hayter big? Yeah, she's swollen now. No, oh, I haven't seen her in years. I saw her at some show years and years ago. She's... Um, some counter, little fair thing in some town centre. Wasn't big then. Been a while. Well, <laughs> she's covered a meal between breakfast. She, current AEW Women's Champion, Jamie Hayter. Um, massively, massively over. Hannah's done it all organically by just being good. That's how little it, I know about wrestling. I didn't know she was champion. <laughs> it only happened at the pay-per-view uh, the other weekend. And it was interim, uh, but then they made it official. Um, and yeah, um, just really good. And Rhea Ripley, again, good, solid. Got herself over just by being good and solid. I want to reward people who who take pride in their work. And also... Who doesn't want to see two Jack Lasses beat the fuck out of each other? Indeed. I used to like the old gay ass stuff. Japanese women wrestling where they just hammered each other. Yeah, yeah. Again, I I, I could have could have put on like, you know, got Aja Kong out of retirement and stuff. But I just thought, nah, let's 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 keep let's keep it fun. This is it's women's matches and they're not, you know, they're just women's matches. There's no gimmicks to them. It's just and we'll have the, the Jamie Hayter, Rhea Ripley one for Women's Wrestling Champion of the Universe. <laughs> and who's going to take their belt? Jamie Hayter, obviously. Jamie Hayter, Women's Champion of the Universe. Until something else happens, yeah. Until another Universe's Champion takes her on, maybe. <gasps> Zeblon 9, yeah. <laughs> Heard about her, she's got like six legs. All That's big. cheating. <laughs> you could get oh, you could get figure pie locks on there, couldn't you? 
What's got no shoulders? Makes it a bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pin their groin. <laughs> Next up, mid-card championship match. I'm calling this. It's like you've got then all US title. <clears throat> yeah, again. Um, this is my gimmick. This is my gimmick match. You're playing this your is... gimmick card. I need a sound I play my, I'm playing my Joker, my gimmick card here, because I've only got... Yeah. Um, this is going to be a pure rules match. Um, so you get three rope breaks. Uh, after that, blah de blah No open, no closed fist strikes to the face. Stuff like that. It's, it's wrestling, wrestling. Um, and it's going to be Dean Malenko. Hmm. I'd say, yeah, WCW Cruiserweight era Dean Malenko. Not the James Not Bond he... era, Dean Malenko. <sighs> Women no, no. one. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> you young... have an amazing theme, though. <laughs> oh, Christ. I'm going to I'm gonna have to find that now, because I'm like, I think I remember that, yeah. It, it's class, it's just not Dean Malenko. <laughs> no, no. Um, against Brian Danielson. And I know putting Danielson in the mid-card thing is controversial, but I want to see possibly two of the best grapplers go at it in a pure rules match for a full 30 minutes. Like, just holds, reverses, no flips, no kicks, just men bending their bodies in ways they shouldn't bend. <laughs> so you're going to a Broadway on that then, go time minute draw? Um, I don't know. Do what your inner mark tells you. Go on. Go on. Have a time limit draw. Dirty, dirty time yeah, limit draw. Yeah, dirty time limit draw. <laughs> <laughs> we need one, don't we? Um Dirty draw. No one wins a title. Um Yeah, but they both shake hands at the end. And then Danielson turns. <laughs> <laughs> dirty. <laughs> right we're nearly near the main event but oh but... i can't believe i've put a time limit draw on a pay-per-view i feel so dirty <laughs> well next up you've got the celebrity endorsement so you can feel even dirtier in a different way who is helping what? you sell the show which celebrity are you bringing in to sell it from which era oh no 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 this is modern era and this is me thinking this this will get him some work it's david harbour as father christmas from violent night <laughs> Out at cinema soon. <laughs> I wanted to put like the gobbledygooker or Robocop or something in there, but I was like, who's been. And I was thinking, like, uh, what was he called from Santa Claus the movie? Tim Allen. No, free! <laughs> um, he could do the press. John, John, not John Goodman. What's the big tall lad from Third Rock from the Sun? Uh, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. I was thinking him. But I was like, what's he going to do? Come out and go free? And that's not good, is it? Uh, and I thought, Dudley Moore's dead. Uh, and I thought, well, it doesn't matter because it's space. But I thought, yeah. what's he going to do? Come out and get his tiny peens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd fit in well with the 80s wrestlers. Yes, yeah. Um, but I thought, yeah, David Harbour, like, because I wanted Hellboy to be good, but it wasn't. Uh, I mean, if he's coming out of Santa Claus and the match remains of Santa Claus, you get like a face off in the ring. There you go, see? And then he, and then that's when all the other, that's when Broken Matt Hardy come out and they give Randy the presents, you see? See? It was all thought of in advance. He's only got this and and one more season of 
Stranger Things and then like that's it for a minute really. <laughs> cool. You got the David Harbour Macho Man face off Santa Claus spot just before your main event. <laughs> oh, uh, what is your main event? The World Championship match. Which World Championship are you going for as well? I'm going to go for big gold. You know the old WWF one? Oh, the uh, NWA WCW. The big old horrible belt. looking one that was just like £15 of gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's a classic. It's a good looking belt, but it's also the gaudiest Liberace's bathroom <laughs> nonsense, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's not any worse than the current ones. It's like really elaborate stuff. And it's like, it looks, it looks amazing up close. But when you see it at a distance, it's like, hmm. Yeah. Uh, on my TV is not a special HD 4K kind of. Oh, I don't see the details all the time. What was that? What was that it's watching? wasted on me. Oh, it was the football the other day. I, I walked back and when they were cutting to the crowd, they were using like an 8K camera or something on the crowd. So it all looked really blurry. Like, no, like artificial. Like it was too real. It was all, I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> UFC used the um, 8K on the ring entrances now. And it looks like depth of field is off. Yeah. Like that's blurry. They tried to use TV. it in, in yeah. WWE as well, and it just made me uncomfortable. It looked like a computer animation. It just, yeah, don't. My eyes are not that good. 4K yeah. is about the limit of it's my when they start doing eyes. that plus 60 frames per second as a standard. It's like, oh, no. 120 Nobody frames needs... per second. I, I just blink fast. That's, that's enough for me. <laughs> okay. Main event time for the big gold. <sighs> right. This, again, this was the hardest one to do. And I was like, can I make this one the gimmick match and get like a four-way in there or something? But I'm like, what do I want to see? What do I want to see? And I, I want to see two of the, every man, the working men fighting. So Stone Cold Steve Austin has to be possibly the most over-wrestler of all time ever. Um, Definitely. With nothing more than Austin 316 says, you just got your ass kicked. That was it, weren't it? Yeah. Do you remember when he was the ringmaster? What a time that was. Uh, <laughs> do you remember when he was nearly Chili McFreeze? <laughs> that would have been over. <sighs> Ice to see you. Yeah, he'd be doing all that, wouldn't he? What killed the dinosaurs? Oh, jeez. Um, so Stone Cold, I'm talking like at his prime, before the neck injuries, before the knee injuries, like prime ass-kicking beer drinking, mud hole stomping, Stone Cold Steve Austin against current everyman, John Moxley, um, Dean Ambrose, if, if you want to, but in his current violent lineup that he is, um, where he just bleeds constantly. He's got too much blood in his body, I think. He's got <laughs> Cody, Cody Rhodes syndrome. Um, but he's, again, it's just these matches that are like brutal, they are wrestling because there's like suplexes and stuff in there, but it's a lot of just violence. Um, and again, I can't, I don't have another gimmick card to play, but I'm going to be like, can we use like the Japanese 20 count sort of system? I think um, you can do the referee's discretion. It's a big match, a big event. Therefore they can go outside the ring. Well, it is, they want. it is for the belt and no one wants to see that. We've already had a, a shit out with a, time limit draw <laughs> so we're not having it we're no no dq on this it is for the belt and so and um you know it's 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 a vacant belt so someone has to win it tonight definitely but they're not going to be using um weapons and stuff it's just going to be just 
slamming each other into ring posts, over into the barricade, brawl and walk. Yeah. Be <laughs> uh, a lot of that. Uh, but it's it's and again this is this is gonna be a good twenty five minutes, thirty minutes maybe, if Stone Cold's got it in him. Um And who's going over? Uh, again, I want I wanna say Stone Cold, but knowing that he's got a neck of glass. Um ah fuck it, give it Stone Cold. He's he's like I said, if it wasn't for him, he was a lot of people's gateway to wrestling, wasn't he? And he's he seems like a genuinely sort of switched on kind of guy as well. Yeah, no, he's especially. Yeah. And plus that skull crusher ranch thing that he does, that's like um gladiators but for maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> Not seen that, but Oh, I think it's on Dave, or it was. If you get a chance, watch it, because it's absolutely insane. The the final assault course. Even the, there's like marine people going, this is stupid. <laughs> we have the Krypton Factor. They've got Stone Cold yelling at you to climb a hill that's near enough fucking vertical. She's Stone Cold doing the new Takeshi's Castle then. Yes! <laughs> Steve Austin's Castle. Okay, so, <laughs> so that was Season's Beatings. <laughs> You hit ooh, 29 minutes. Minute to spare there. Uh, and then we'll them. just have the Ramones do a medley of all their songs <laughs> in that last minute. I'm and then in the last the 30 celebration. seconds, I'll come out and take a bow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we'll find out what the fallout of this event is after this advert break. Next week, the end of the year, Are You a Dead? Spectacular, featuring a whole host of menaces. Tune in for what promises to be a thing. And we're back. So a little kayfabe break here. This show was originally designed as its own thing. A simple wrestling appreciation podcast where two folks would dig wrestling, just sit down and talk about it and book their own super show. Wasn't supposed to be a link to the main F King show storyline, no trivia in the thing, so there's no twist at the end. But, but, but I figure it's canon now. I need to add something of, of consequence in. Oh no! What we're going to do is go take a few of the matches that you've uh, booked, post them online when I post up the show, and then share them around to a bunch of wrestling fans for appraisal. See what they think. Oh of them. no! I don't want to get roasted internet... by nerds. <laughs> the internet wrestling community is known for its agreeable nature. I can't see oh. any blowback at all about this. So there'll be four options underneath them. Score it uh, one, two, three, or dud. Feel free to is voice one, off what you think about the match as well. Um, is one good or three good? Well, they're all points. Essentially, I'll roll a six-sided dice for every match on the show. <sighs> Any numbers that score more than the dud will count towards the match's score. So if more people say it's a dud than one point, it'll be five points. If more duds than two, it'll be three. More duds than three into a total dud flat out. No points whatsoever for the match. Confused, oh. you will be. <laughs> that score is then compared to the dice roll, and if they don't beat the overall total, you'll get punished. What is the punishment? Oh. Or you'll have to gamble items on your ship. The stuff oh. we talked about at the start. You need to gamble at least one thing. If you win, you get a new item. Ooh. Every item you gamble, you get an item for that. But if you lose, obviously you lose the items you've gambled. Oh. So you can gamble all 
five things you've got and get five new things. Mm-hmm. Or you can just gamble the one and be a coward. Don't, no judgment, try and, coward. don't try and lead me in. Don't bait me like that. <laughs> uh, right, I've got to keep the dog because obvious coward. reasons. No, I'm keeping the dog <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, and I think I have to keep the music as well because so much got to keep me sane in this universe. I can put that on really loud to drown out Chandler going, could I be any more of a twat? <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll keep those two, but the rest of it, I'm sick of lasagna now. Four weeks into space, however it's been. And yeah, I'm like, I'm a Mac books and bow and arrow. Okay. Sanya, the book. I've read all the rude bits in the, the books I wanted to read. I've highlighted all the swear words in the dictionaries. Um, <laughs> Gamble yeah. Things. And it turns yeah. out no matter how many arrows I fire into Lisa Kudrow's head, she keeps growing back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so three things have been gambled. We'll find out how that played out after your show is aired. I'm so tense. I hate this show. <laughs> it's a longer wait this time as well. I've been the African guy. This has been the African show. Hit me up on my work uh, place thing I've got online, totalcockzone.com. You can find all my uh, stuff on there my Patreon, my daily blog full of art and writings, and my Poface photography. All the socials are on there Twitter, Instagram, Hi, Mastodon, and TikTok. If I'm on it, it's on there. I'll be posting randomly between the walks. I'm not getting tied down to a single one ever again. Uh, fkinghello at gmail.com for hate mail and if you fancy a chat about, about Joe's questionable choices. <laughs> oh, it's questionable. I, I, quite like them, but, but, yeah. I spent so long on this. So long. <laughs> I, I asked people and everyone came up with like 16 man multi man matches. Someone was like, do a rumble. I was like, I can't do a rumble. They could, be... but then you'd just be like, yeah, 30 people, give us 10. I'm not, I'm not doing this that long. Yeah, it has to be. And I, I don't know. Apart from... <laughs> there's one of them that I have issue with, and that was the dark match. <laughs> Say goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, Joe. And Merry Christmas. I do want to fight tonight. Right, outside now. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh.